Now, you call a client. The client says to you, I'm in a meeting. Can I call you back later? What do you say? A, you just keep going. You just jump right into your pitch. B, you say, okay, let's set up a time to call later. Or C, you... Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me those ears. If you're watching this on video, I appreciate your eyeballs. Now, let's get to it. Client says, when you call them up, I'm in the meeting. Call me back later. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Well, here's some of the responses that were posted on a link. A friend of mine named Brandon Bornanson, who's the CEO of Seamless AI. Check him out. Great company posted the same question, and here are some of the responses he got back. And what I want to do is analyze them and figure out what is the best approach. One approach was, client says, I'm busy, call me later, I'm in a meeting. The response is, that's okay, no worries, I just need a second, and then just jump right into the pitch. That was an approach, right? Another person wrote in, no problem, I will call you back. Are you going to pick up? Interesting approach, right? Somebody else said, I understand, and the reason I'm calling is because, in other words, I understand that you're in a meeting, but here's why I'm calling. They just keep going with the pitch. The next one said, you know, sounds good. When's the best time to call you back later today? Good one, right? Or how about this one? Oh, sorry about that. I don't want to compete with your current meeting. The reason I'm calling is I believe our company can help your company, and then you jump right into the pitch, right? And last one here is, would you like me to circle back in 60 minutes or would 90 minutes be best? Now, what you're starting to see here is that there's two schools of thought, right? There's the what I call the push-through philosophy. Like, even if they say they're busy, you just push through with your pitch. And that's we'll call that school A, right? School A, says, school A says, hey, I got him on the phone. Chances of me getting him on the phone again are not likely. This is my only time to strike while the iron's hot. I'm going to go for the pitch. I'm just going to ignore the fact that the person's in a meeting because maybe they're lying. I'm just going to go right into the pitch and do it. That's philosophy A, right? The school of philosophy says just go in there and push your way through in the conversation. The other one, I'll call that school B, is where you're respecting the person's time, right? In other words, you're kind of saying, okay, well, when can I call you back? When would be a good time to set this conversation up again? When would be a good time, 60 minutes or 90 minutes? Would tomorrow be better? Where's your calendar? Can you pull your calendar out? Can we reschedule something, right? Again, the danger there is that if it took you a while, many dials, just to get the person, the chances of you getting them back on the phone go down dramatically. So you see the conflict here? School A, push through, doesn't matter what they say, just pitch, right? But again, you're not respecting their time, and that might not be the best way to start out a relationship. Or school B, I'll respect your time and what you're doing in a meeting, and then I'll call you back, we'll schedule something. But the risk is, uh, will they be there to answer the phone call? So is there a third option? Yes. Breaking news, a third option has been found. So let's look at the third option. Now, by the way, I should, I should mention something right now. There's, there's an inherent flaw with this question or this, this pushback, right, that I call it. A pushback means they're trying to push you off the phone, right? When someone says, I'm busy in the meeting, call me back later. Well, think about that. If it was an important meeting, why would they pick up the phone from an unknown caller? 
which means that they're probably not being truthful. So we're putting that to the side, that the fact that they've picked up the phone if they're in an important meeting makes no sense. But let's just say that somebody says, just call me back later, the general statement. Then I say, let's go with school C, which is a hybrid of school A and B. You want to try to figure out if this person is the right person, decision maker to talk to. But at the same time, you want, you want to respect their time and you don't want to disrespect their time by pushing through and doing a presentation when they're not ready to hear it. But again, on the other side, they may not pick up the phone next time. So how do we bring those two together? How do we reconcile that? Here's what you do. You go with School C, which is a hybrid of the two. Let me walk you through a script I put together and then you be the judge. Okay. Person says, I'm in a meeting. Call me back later. Here's what I would say. Only if you can answer one question, right? I'll just say that. Only if you can answer one question. And the person's going to be, what? Right? Now, that's a pattern interrupt. And let's say the person says, yeah, what's that? I said, and now here's where you ask the qualifying question. Are your salespeople struggling? Let's say I'm selling a sales product that helps them solve like sales training, like the Sales Velocity Academy. Are your salespeople struggling with closing deals or increasing the average deal size? The person says, yes, right? Then I say, that's what we're going to talk about solving when we talk. Is 2 p.m. good for you later on? Now, here's what's interesting. When I say, is 2 p.m. later on today good for you? Let's say it's 10 in the morning. Is 2 p.m. good for you? I'm listening for two things. One is tone. How are they going to respond to that statement, right? In other words, if they go, yeah, yeah, whatever, two. I know they're not serious, but if they go, let me look at my calendar, and if I hear some looking for calendar and looking at, you know, on, on the screen and they're taking a little time, they go, yeah, I can do that, Victor. Uh, two o'clock sounds good. I put it in my calendar. Great. And I say, and then again, person says, yes, Victor, that time works for me. I say, great. I'll text you an invite. Is Zoom good? Right. In other words, via Zoom, Teams, whatever it may be. And they go, yes. I say, thank you. I'll see you at two o'clock. Now, here's what's interesting about the script. Let's go through it slowly again because there's, 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 there's some micro-commitments I'm getting and there's some compliance triggers that I'm using, again, to actually mold the call the way I want it. Let me go slowly. I'm in a meeting. I'll call you back. That person says. Let's say he says that. I say, only if you answer one question, which immediately piques your, you know, in the person's interest. Like, well, what's that? He goes, qualifying question. Are your salespeople struggling with fill in the blank this problem? Because that's the problem I solve. And the person says, yes. Now, if they said no, then I don't need to call back. But if they say yes, I said, then I say something like this. And that's what we're going to talk about. And the problem we're going to solve when we have our conversation is two o'clock today good for you. And again, I listen for the response. If it comes to the back, I say, they'll probably pause. Yes, I can do two o'clock. And then, remember, I called them, and then so I'll say, they say yes, then I say, great, I'll text you an invite. Is Zoom good? And I can say, is Zoom good, or would you prefer Teams? They'll say, no, no Zoom is good, yes. And then, okay, great, I'll see you at 2 p.m. Now, I'm going to text them the link, but notice there were three commitments in there. The first one was the qualifying question. Are your salespeople struggling with fill in the blank? Yes. Number two. Okay, that's what we're going to solve. Is 2 o'clock good for you? Yes. By the way, I'm going to text you the information. Is Zoom good? Yes. 
Three yeses, right? Those, these are small micro-commitments moving them forward. Now, you say, well, that doesn't guarantee you're going to get a meeting, but it increases your chances. For those of you who've watched my po- podcast in the past and you've heard some of these studies, one of my favorite studies was done at a restaurant. The cancellation rates were high, and they wanted to bring the cancellation. For reservations, they wanted to bring the cancellations rate down, right? So here's what they did. When somebody made a reservation, the person would simply say something like this. If you're going to cancel, would you at least call us to let us know that you're going to cancel? And they waited for the person to say yes. When they did that, by inserting that one question, if you're going to cancel, will you please call us? Their cancellation rates went down from like 25% to like 10%, more than half. Because once somebody verbalizes, yes, I'll do that, that's a micro-commitment. So notice in here, there's three micro-commitments, three yeses when you go through the script. And again, what I love about this is that if you use this strategy, you increase the probability of them actually making the connection. So now, let's zoom all the way back. If you're one of these folks that you're comfortable pushing through on a conversation, in other words, the client says, I'm busy, call me later. You said, I understand that. Let me just take one minute to explain X, Y, Z. If you're comfortable with that style, great. Do your thing. And if it's working for you, do your thing. If you're not comfortable with that and you want to schedule a time, then I suggest you use some of these micro-commitments instead of just saying, okay, I'll call back later. Okay, is 60 to 90 minutes good? Okay. By having more than one micro-commitment, the chances of them actually showing up for the call increase dramatically. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you're watching or listening. Love to hear from you. And after you do that, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. We've got some great new courses and exciting stuff on there. Uh, You can actually download my 14 books, the latest one, Mastering the Upsell. Check it out. And on that note, this is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.